You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1331. And so if there's one clause that I think is the most important that's going to keep you out of trouble, that is the liquidated damages clause. The liquid damages clause is a clause that basically says, hey, no matter what happens, your maximum liability is X. Now, remember, we are in the business of finding motivated sellers. Why? Because motivated sellers have properties that they want to sell. And our job, our duty is to buy those at a discounted price so that we could relieve the seller's pain and then go and sell those deals for top dollar. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. All right, so today is going to be a little different kind of episode. It's kind of more of a chat with myself and you. (laughs) And so if you're listening to this, this would be a great time to uh, straighten up your real estate agreements. uh, Or if you're brand new, make sure you set up your real estate agreements the right way. And so today we're going to talk about the must-have clauses in your real estate agreements, right? If whether you're just starting out, you want good contract that'll keep you out of trouble, but also will make it much easier to sell your properties. Okay. So before I jump in the show, though, I got to give a shout out to uh, Matt Lasser, who is one of our bootcamp uh, attendees. He actually brought a a call recording that we had listened to. And uh, man, he has gotten just amazing at the no limit selling system and just crushing it on his call. So by the way, Matt, that's awesome. But most importantly, He's had his best two months here since we've been working together. He eliminated a bunch of random markets that he was in, a bunch of random strategies, and we decided to focus on really big deals in one market using pretty much one strategy and a couple of marketing channels, and his business is exploding. So Matt, here is a shout out to you. Congratulations on a great couple of months, and also thank you for bringing those call recordings. Your sales skills are getting awesome. Maybe I'll post some of those calls here on the podcast. But let's talk about a little bit about the clauses that you need in your real estate agreements. And so if there's one clause that I think is the most important that's going to keep you out of trouble, that is the liquidated damages clause. The liquid damages clause is a clause that basically says, hey, no matter what happens, your maximum liability is X. Now, remember, we are in the business of finding motivated sellers. Why? Because motivated sellers have properties that they want to sell. And our job, our duty is to buy those at a discounted price so that we could relieve the seller's pain and then go and sell those deals for top dollar. Now, we go into these deals expecting that we are going to lock them up for a low price and sell them for top dollar. But what if we're mistaken, right? What if we lock up a bad deal? Or what if something happens that we're not able to perform on the agreements? Or the seller doesn't like the way that you know, I I don't know, I was in the house and I broke a piece of china. (laughs) You want the liquidated damages clause in there. And the liquid damages clause says, hey, if you don't perform in this agreement, if you don't buy the house, if you don't close or come through, then you owe me this amount of money. And that is basically your payment to me, right? Or my payment to the seller, right? Your payment to the seller as 
full and complete damages for not performing. Meaning that if you give the seller a certain sum of money for not performing, they cannot come back and sue you because that is the penalty, the money that you give them. And so for us, in all of our contracts, we have a liquidated damages clause, and that is the amount of the earnest money deposit. Okay, so it says, hey, our earnest money deposit is typically 100 bucks. And if we don't perform, the seller can keep that as full and liquidated damages. I'm gonna repeat that, okay? Our earnest money deposit is basically forfeited to the seller as liquidated damages if we don't buy and perform on a real estate deal. Now, most people are like, oh my gosh, liquidated damages, I gotta pay the seller. Ah." That's why you use $100 (laughs) in your real estate agreements. Now, by the way, are there times where I come up off that? By the way, my recommendation is that your earnest money, just standard is 100 bucks in all of your agreements. And so what I would do if I were you is I would type them into your agreements and that way it looks part of the native text, right? You're not drawing attention to the fact that it's 100 bucks. And I can tell you that nine times out of 10, sellers are not going to call you out on 100 bucks for liquidated damages. If you've got a smoking deal on your hands and you're gonna make 40, 50, 100, $200,000 and the seller says, hey, listen, I want $1,000 EMD or I want $2,500 EMD, increase that, right? I don't have a problem with it, it's a non-issue. But do not put more money in that box than you're willing to possibly lose. Okay, so I love that liquidated damages clause because it protects me. The seller can't come back and, well, the seller shouldn't be able to come back and sue you for anything more than that liquidated damages clause. Anytime we haven't closed on a property, we'd write the seller a check for 100 bucks and we call it a day and problem solved. That being said, many people will have a real estate agreement and they write like 10 out clauses in the agreement so that the buyer can get out for like 10 different reasons. And I really hate that. Right, You want the seller to feel certain and excited to do business with you. So you want little to no out clauses in your agreement with the exception of basically the liquidated damages clause. So in my agreement, I have almost no out clauses. Right, If I don't close, I forfeit the earnest money. Right, So when the seller reads that, they says, wow, you know, this is pretty much like no contingencies. Right, And the buyer, this guy is going to close. If I'm like, oh, this is subject to a full inspection and and subject to us viewing the electrical and subject to getting a bank loan and subject to my partner's approval, you're gonna scare sellers away. So if you've got that liquidated damages clause, feel free to take out all your out clauses out of your agreement and that way it's gonna look much stronger and your only really risk at that point is the liquidated damages. Number two though, clause that I'd like you to have is you wanna negotiate access. And so make sure that even though your agreement may call that you don't have another or may not have out clauses, you have the right to inspect the property, to have access, to bring in your appraiser or lender or buyers, right? And so that should be in there that the seller is going to give you access, right? And so that way, if the seller calls you out on that, it's right in your agreement and you say, hey, this is how I get a head start on doing all this stuff, right? Including selling the property or getting a loan to buy it. Number three, attorney's fees provision. So I love attorney's fees provision because it keeps all parties on their best behavior. So if a seller decides they want to, let's say, back out of agreement, and for me, I'm typically not going to get into a legal battle with a seller if they want to get out of an agreement, but let's just say I wanted to hold the seller's feet to the fire, right? They know that they're going to be responsible for my attorney's fees if they don't perform, okay? Now, of course, I would be responsible if I lost a lawsuit, but I, as the investor, am going to stick you know, by my word. 
right? And so obviously I have my liquidated damages clause. And so I love that attorney's fees agreement in uh, or attorney's fees clause in my agreement because it kind of it deters lawsuits. Number four is uh, MLS, right? I have in our contract that we have the right to list on the MLS. Okay, you definitely want that clause uh, in your agreement. We love to stick every property that we have on the MLS. It's the biggest buyer's list in the world. And so you want to put in there, buyer has the right to list property on the MLS. Enough about that. And then lastly is assignability, right? You want the right to assign your deal. And in most states, almost any contract is assignable unless stated otherwise. However, I do not want a seller calling me out and saying, hey, you don't have the right to do this, right? So I always like to have that in my agreement. And so it's always states clear and plain, uh, in clear and plain sight that buyer has the right to assign this agreement to a third party. After all, we are wholesalers, right? And wholesalers assign agreements. And so if you're going to be doing that, you might as well have it in your agreement. So I'll review that. The clause is that you should have. And the one that you cannot live without, in my opinion, is the liquidated damages clause. If you have this in there and you're willing to lose the earnest money deposit that you put down, if you can't perform, right? Hey, it's great. It really protects you. Remember that you want your earnest money to be payment to seller for full and liquidated damages if you don't perform. Now, hopefully, you have purchased the no limit selling system and you are negotiating big fat deals. And so you are not canceling many agreements, right? And so if you do that, you rarely cancel. And by the way, if you want to know the best way to talk to motivated sellers, to earn big fat spreads, compress the timelines of getting that contract and that check, you want to learn how to handle any objection and have a ton of fun talking to sellers, you got to buy a copy of the No Limit Selling System, right? Go to nolimitsalesystem.com. But if you don't perform on a seller, your earnest money is going to be basically your liability if you have that liquidated damages clause in there. Number two, you want to negotiate for interior access for your appraisers, lenders, buyers. Okay, you want that in the agreement so that the seller is not going to fight you getting people in. Three, the attorney fees provision, right? The, the winning party gets their attorney's fees paid by the losing party in any kind of lawsuit that works as a great deterrent for lawsuits. Four, you want the right to list your property on the MLS. And five, assignability. Make sure your contracts are assignable. I didn't mention this in the meat of the episode, but a lot of realtor contracts now says that you need permission to assign. So be really, really careful. If you don't have that on there, make sure you get it in there. And uh, you should have a very, very, very easy time as staying out of legal trouble. Of course, talk to your attorney first. I am not an attorney, nor do I play one on this podcast. But these five have worked really, really, really well for me and my clients. If you want to hook up with me in that Facebook group, go to wholesalingincgroup.com. Hit me up at Todd Toback, and I will talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.